And now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's In the Green Room. Green is in, but what does that really mean for you? Join the gang for a fun and energetic half-glass, half-full perspective to what and how sustainability is the lifestyle for the future. It can really affect everything you do, from your health, wallet, environment, money, even your morals. So our goal, to help save the planet one show at a time. Now, welcome to The Green Room. Welcome, everybody, to In The Green Room. I'm Kinga. And I'm your co-host, Chet. And I'm wishing everybody in the studio a happy Tuesday. How's everybody doing? Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, you have to talk into the mic. And we have Martin back in the house. We have not had Martin on In The Green Room for a couple it's, months. Uh, it's been a while. And we've missed you, I to say you the least. Too. Yeah. I think we're having a technical diffi- difficulty for our Facebook Live. Um, Chet, can you go over there? Because I know you knew how to... Um, something's going wrong with the, the Facebook Live. Okay, so, so um, Chet... It's fine. We can just carry on. Um, the Facebook Live doesn't matter compared to the show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay, so... so right. They'll be okay. The, They'll the figure it out. Of July. Did you guys have a great 4th of July? Yes. It was pretty good. Super dope, super dope. It was an awesome 4th of July. Yeah, definitely. I spent my 4th of July in San Diego, California. San Diego's lit. Yeah, oh, very lit. And I don't know, it was just great seeing, there was like earthquakes and stuff happening, but nobody cared. Everybody was just still having a great time. Did you feel like it was from the fireworks, the earthquakes? (laughs) Potentially. (laughs) Yeah, it woke woke all my friends up, but... Um, yeah, everybody was still just having a great time and I think, you know, everything was positive. I didn't see any bad news or whatever. So it was a great day. What did you end up doing like, while you were partying? Like, in, in um, we went to the Hard Rock Hotel. There's a pool party there. Hard Rock in San Diego? Yeah, we went to the pool party well, there. Well, you were awesome. with your beautiful girlfriend, Chris, Christina Herb. I wanted to call her Christiana, yeah, but I'm Christina, yeah, I'm- <laughs> Christina Herb. Lo and behold, <laughs> the truth comes out. Yeah, well, <laughs> any vacation. I'm already, I'm already bonded with him. I love uh, B. Howard. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so my, my 4th of July was pretty cool. What did you um, do? Where did you go? I spent it with our dog that just came out of its stroke, Chet, as you were in California. Hula. No. Yes. Our dog, Hula. Um, Hula who? Hula who. And uh, so I had the best, best um, day because our dog is now finally out of the stroke, walking around, eating and drinking. And I think my love, we love each other, right, Chet? Of course. Yeah, your love definitely helped uh, make her feel better and heal. I think if you don't have love, it's really hard to like have any hope to even feel better. So So you definitely helped her get better. We've got Martin in the show. And Martin has been a co-host many many times and um can you get on that mic and say hello i did say hello i even wooed earlier martin what did you do for your fourth of july um i honestly i stayed uh here in the valley and i worked uh i'm I'm working on some new projects well that's very sustainable so i'm working on very sustainable things and how are you saving the planet martin just let us know right now all right well i'm saving the planet by um building and expanding a hydroponic farm uh, so we're going to be doing some indoor farming, and it uses a significantly less um, water. Uh, we don't use the chemicals, pesticides in the. In Can the you grow. dumb it down for people? I know what that. I know what that's mm-hmm. all about. But some people that are listening are like, "What is that? What is sure?" Hydroponic so farming? hydroponic farming is just when you you use water at, uh, over the roots of the plant rather than using a soil or another type of medium. So the the roots literally just are in this clean, nutrified water. 
and you get some very unusual um, flavor profiles. We do a lot of different um, basils and mints and, and things like that for chefs around town and get a lot of, uh, it, it, I don't know, just, it just it makes the table taste That's a lot, a lot more vibrant. Awesome. Isn't that amazing? And Martin has been in the cannabis world. People don't know this, representing so many different dispensaries and just a guru, and he's a wealth of knowledge about anything in the CBD and cannabis world. So if you have any questions, just just ask him. Absolutely. I was very lucky to spend four years in that industry, and I really learned a lot in the industry. And I'm using, especially on the grow side, what I learned in that industry uh, and applying it to food. And it's been a a cool, cool journey. And then we're drinking wine from your new winery. Yes, that we're yes. So it's uh, my here. friends. In, I don't uh, have any wine. Wait, oh, I'm sorry. I feel like we'll, I'm left out right, right now. We'll, we'll get you some wine. Now, Jeff. where is your hydroponic here we go. farm? Is it here? Um, yeah, it's in, at uh, 31st Avenue and uh, Osborne. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's safe to tell the world that, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll have a tough time finding it. Well, uh, so Christiana, you need to, to introduce yourself, give a proper introduction. You're a co-host, a co-host as well, and you've been on the show a few times. What, 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 what do you do? What? Tell us about Christiana, the famous drummer. Well, this show isn't about me, honestly. I know. I think the next one maybe is going to be about me. <laughs> but it's kind of about you because everything you do is about sustainability. You've got an organic True. farm. We've got an organic farm. You've we saved have animals. A farm. We save animals. And um, you have the essential oils. I, I work in essential oils. I work in sustainability. Mostly I'm interested in consciousness versus unconsciousness. And so I think sustainability has a lot to do with being conscious. And you heal people with your drums and your burlesque shows that make yeah. people have some fun. That's right. <laughs> Hello. So I'm a drummer. Sexy I play drummer. the kit. I play all the percussion instruments available to me. And um, right now I'm in two projects. What One is called they? Starlight Nova, which I'm experimenting around with, and they're phenomenal. And then um, I took a, a gig playing burlesque, which I like love. rock and roll, You're which amazing. Brandon just came out to, so maybe Brandon could tell him what it was Brandon, like. Brandon, <laughs> tell us about her burlesque. Um, the burlesque show is very, it's like a very sexy experience with, um, it's like, if you had like the rock star girlfriends playing and doing that kind of thing, but doing it professional is like super dope. It gives you a feel like um, vamp, vamp life almost. You know, it's super dope. Super dope. I like the covers. The covers almost don't seem like covers. They seem like original songs. You have to remember that they are covers. And the drumming on top of the instruments. and It's a very, very um, prolific show. Is well, it distracting? We'll post a video of her. No. We'll post a video no. of her drumming. I was saying... Are they distracting because they're so hot? No, 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 no. It's 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 very tasteful. You know, it's very tasteful, and it's it it brings attention to every part of the performance, especially with the music and the way they are performing the song. Mm-hmm. But the like, dancing's very erotic. Come um, on. erotic. He said it was sexy. Not, he said it was sexy. Mean, you have not been yet. All the clothes. All the clothes. <laughs> it's I've seen videos. Difference. I've seen videos. <laughs> it's very erotic, but it's very tasteful and artful. Yes. Okay, it's, I would say Sizzle. seductive. And speaking of seductive, I have That's my cousin here seductive. who I brought from Veracruz, Mexico, <laughs> and she is a wealth of information. That's why I'm here, here today. Here we go. <laughs> say, introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. Hello, Phoenix. I am Jessica Gottfried. How's it going, I'm Jessica? I'm here from Veracruz. Very well, thanks. It's great to be here. You guys are so... Um, I don't know. It's like crazy. The Phoenix, crazy Phoenix is the thing. word you're thinking of. No, I'm kidding. Well, I think sustainability <laughs> is so important and it's so great because everyone lives like their everyday life uh, and it, there's a growing awareness. 
And every time we're, well, I've known Chrissy obviously all my life, but when I come to Phoenix, it's great to see how people, you know, it just becomes part of everyday language and everyday actions. And there's probably a lot more to do still. Oh, 100%. We're, we're all about progress here and just trying to get people to make little steps towards being more sustainable. So. Yeah, but I think the, the impression I have is that everyone has like that flag in their hand. Like, you know, people take on the responsibility themselves and go for it. And that's really cool. It's catching on. So hopefully. what is that instrument you're holding? Because I think it's so cool and I've never seen anything like it. Okay, this little guitar is a stringed instrument. It's called a jarana. Okay, I thought it was a ukulele, so I would, I would have been wrong. It's sustainable. Yeah, it represents the, the rebirth of, a, of an old form of organization. Very sustainable. Because it goes back to the earth and the, the, the way parties used to be, the fiesta used to be with no light. So it's a, acoustic fiestas. So you get together with your friends for hours and hours and hours and sing poetry and play instruments and dance on the tarima. That's the, a board. Tarima. 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 Right? With like um, wooden shoes or any shoe that, has, that can produce a sound and you do the percussion while you're dancing. And it's very organized. It's like very, um, there's a few very strict rules that make the fiesta work. What and are these rules? They're in your knowledge of the music. It's, it's all embedded together as I think ancient societies used to be. Very so it's very simple, very simple rules, but that allow extreme, infinite complexity and play and spontaneity and imagination. That's uh, tell amazing. me what, what kind of chords inspire you? Like, do you play happy? What emotions come with that? Well, I like uh, majors and minors. And um, what I'm going to play for you guys today is a major. Wow. Okay. So, plucking or strumming or It's strumming. This is a strummed instrument. Yeah. And it's actually a percussion instrument because while you are strumming, mm -hmm. you're also it's very African. Uh -huh. The 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 roots, the historical roots of this instrument and of the fiesta and of the music of the fiesta are African. So okay. it does have some indigenous in it, of course, and a lot of Spanish. But it's very, very, very African. Where we can trace most similarities to is Africa. Now, there's like the stomping, the dancing involved as well, right? Yeah, like, and the, the dancing, the stomping on the board, that, uh, the zapateado that we do, it's very hypnotic. It's, it's very ritual dance and very ritual fiesta. And um, it's very Mexican, because the fandango is fandango. Fandango is an African word. It means chaos. It means like party out, right? Oh, we like that word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this show is such a fun show. We're, we're here to save the planet, and we're saving the planet. One, one show, show at a time. time. So, so when you say party, the show is about saving the planet and having a fun time as we do it, because we, we feel good about what we're doing. So keep going. Amazing. So um, the fandango exists in many parts of the world. 
I only and heard Fandango it, like from Queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is so That's cool. what I was thinking the too. Fandango. That's like right where my mind went. But. Yeah. And you do the Fandango. I went, I went to Veracruz, was it last year? And for... Two years ago? Yeah. Uh-huh. For your wedding party, she was up on the top of the boards just stomping until like 5 a.m. It was amazing. So I'm going to say, uh, if anybody doesn't have a mic, like Dave over here, just grab my mic. Uh, anybody's mic around you, if you have a question. Robin, if you have a question or you want to add something, just, you know. But where's the wine? Shy. Where's the wine at, though? Just don't spill the wine. You guys are just trying to. People's mics. Yeah, this is fine Keep mercury wine. We don't, want to, uh, we don't want to be spilling it. Okay, so okay, Jessica, so, so, what so. led you to this? Because I think it's very important to understand a little bit of your history of traveling to very remote places of indigenous okay. cultures and, and sometimes four days hike to get to these villages to study these people and what music they make. No? Right. I've been doing anthropology since I started my degree. And I used to travel to very remote places, very remote indigenous places. And all my descriptions were always about sounds. And so I'd always have a comment about the sounds and about who, what sort of sounds you know, the ritual had and if it, if it had anything to do with the insects that were sort of singing at the time. Did that drumming have to do with the insect, you know, sort of soundscapes, all of that? What sort of rituals? A uh, very wonderful, traditional, very rooted, uh, all sorts of rituals really? that we could go on and on about. <laughs> so, Which is the study. Uh, okay, don't me, let me say it. It's not, it's ethno- ethnomusicology. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. You look surprised too. Yeah. Check, can you, check, can you say it? Ethnomusicology. It's not look really at him. that he hard. He's so smart. <laughs> It's just saying a word. <laughs> which, by the way, it's not okay, difficult. Which, by the way, I have to say, I had coffee this morning with the famous, famous broadcaster Steve Stone. The famous, famous one. Oh yeah, he's um, he's all time with, with, for fifteen years with Harry. It was Curry. just funny the way you said it, I and he loves you. Of. He thinks you're so funny. He said, "I like being He loves you. He loves you, Chip. By the way, he thinks you're funny, and he loves how you make fun of me. Well, hopefully, we can get Steve back on for another He's show. Back on. He's okay, only here awesome. for a couple more days. But okay, sweet. Okay, well. back to ethnomusicology. So, at the time, I used to jam out with some friends. We'd play electronic music, mostly sort of, ba- you know, play the bass or push buttons, and have lots of fun for many hours. How many? How big were the crowds you were performing with? No, well, no, I wasn't performing in front of crowds. Oh. We were having parties, just really. So, so just, just enjoying music and maybe with Christiana. Unlike B. Howard, and been, most people don't know like who he is. When we go, to the, when we go to the parties, when we go to the parties, it's like usually like a big crowd. You so, know. so B. Howard, who are you? Tell, he, say hello. He's oh. performed hello. for some huge. What do you do? Yeah, he's um, big <laughs> introduce yourself. Okay, what's up, guys? <laughs> All right, so um, you can be secret. I'm a nice person. I love to watch movies. I love making music. And do you uh, care about the planet? Yes, I do care about the planet. I travel the planet as well. Will you help us save the planet? I will help you heal the world. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, I have a good time. A good time, you know, performing uh, number eleven on Billboard and all that good stuff. But I just, I'm just glad here, be here, and hang out with the crew. And uh, man, I love you guys. You guys are great. Are we well, we love you, you too. Yeah, yeah, we'll do something the next time I come here. I'm just visiting right now. I love that. I love and this that. wine is, is, is so cool. I feel like I'm... <laughs> it's crazy. Salud. I'm, and you're salud, not even salud. drinking. So <laughs> yes, yes. Dude, I, I've, 
I feel like I'm at the Last Supper or something. <laughs> so, so can I tell you, B. Howard, you are so handsome. Oh, really? Yeah, you are very handsome. Do you model at all? Uh, in my dreams. Uh, I, thought, I thought Rock and Robin would play my song. When I, usually when I say the woman's cute, she plays a song. But really? Well, he did no just start a clothing line. Chet save me. <laughs> Where are you? It, this is just her thing. She does it. You know, you just gotta okay, so let I have her to, do her thing. I have to say one it's little It's her thing. show. I mean, what can we do? We really can't do anything. That's the answer. <laughs> Where's the famous, famous... Jessica, you're doing your job because you came to visit me and your son, I handed him a drink and he said no. I said, why? So oh, really? That has a straw. Uh, He's how no, old? Really? Seven. Seven. Oh my goodness! Well, good for him. He likes swimming that was in the ocean. Pretty amazing. So he wanted a paper straw. <laughs> no, he well, he, he wanted no, no straw. straw. No straw. We're well, doing you know, we're doing no straws because you, you don't can't need find a straw. paper straws that that often in Mexico. But it's yet. ridiculous. You don't need a straw. And straws, Robin told us tonight, cause a wrinkle around your lips, and we mm. don't need those wrinkles. That's right. So you know what I mean. So I want to hear from Martin. And Dave, we have to cut to a song because I know they came and they're here ready to play a song. And I just am so excited about this. And Dave is so talented. He plays a few instruments. So what are we going to hear? We're cutting to a song I, I thought we would start out with a, uh, a fun song that we do called uh, Yes is More Fun. Yes is always more fun. Yes is more fun. Christiana, I think. do you think yes is more fun? Absolutely. When you try to say no to me, I'm like, no, you're going to say yes, and you end up saying yes. That has a creepy vibe. You, Would that's you like not, me to just... I call I just, her up, just, I'm like, we're going absolutely. out. Absolutely. She's like, um, I'm busy. We're just going to jam for a second. <laughs> oh, wait, here, Martin, I think you need my mic, so here you go. Can't wait for Martin to kill it right here. Hello, everyone. And you study All right, music. How's this? Let's go. I have an undergraduate One of the guitar. At University of Missouri, and right now I'm playing guitar for this band called Junk. And what's your last name, Dave? My last name is Wildermuth. All right. How do we how do we find Dave? Uh, how do you find me? You can find me on Facebook. Dave Wildermuth. Look for Junk the Band. Junk the Band. How do we find Junk? Uh, look for it on Facebook. It'll be right there. All right. Let's start this. Yes, yes is more fun. I say yeah, yeah, yes is more fun Well, I was walking down the street one day And I saw a pretty girl, she was heading my way She was a stunner, that is all I can say And I feel like today is my lucky day I say yes Yes is more fun when you hang out with junk in the green room. I said green room. Everybody. Well, I work an unusual job. I sell stuff to cranky my they're a little on the right and left side And some of the views I, I cannot abide So I tell them, yeah, yeah Yes, it's more fun 
say it. Yes, it's more fun when you hang out. I say. Sing it. <laughs> well, that girl I was talking about earlier in this phraseology. Well, I walked right up to her and shared some in common biology. Oh, Lord, I say, yeah. Yes, it's more fun. Yes, it's more fun. I say, yeah. Yes, it's more fun. In the green room. <laughs> Yes is more fun for you. Yes is always more fun. Thank you guys I don't like when someone tells me no. I don't take no for an answer. And fun in turn creates more yeses. It's true. Thank you. What is your Instagram? In the green room dot green. B. Howard. And junk the band. And junk the band. Well, after that song, can I get a little more wine? Because <laughs> <laughs> yes is more fun, Chet. Yes. See what I did yes, there? Can. We got a little bit left. This I was like, is, if you uh, say no now. So what I Chet's going to be drinking Martin, is. Tell us what we're drinking. So you're representing this. Yes, yes. So uh, we are cornered, drinking a 2015 uh, Sonoma County. Is it actually this is a Dry Creek, Dry Creek Valley Zinfandel? It's a very tasty, very fruity. I love it. And uh, yeah, it's from my friends in uh, Mercury. And then we're uh, it's a it's a huh? small. Uh, winemaker in Sonoma County, and we're bringing them here to Arizona. We've got uh, going to be launching here in uh, uh, some restaurants. I don't know if I can say them yet uh, here very soon, and uh, we're very excited about it. That's right now through me. Um, they can uh, get a hold of me, I guess, through in the green room, or uh, I guess uh, you guys should try this wine though. It's delicious. It is. It is. Wow. Normally, it's, I don't uh, even drink. It's better wine. than organic. So organic still means that you can use uh, scores of different pesticides. And both in the wine and at our uh, organic, or not, I mean, excuse me, our hydroponic farm, Twisted Farms, uh, we don't Wait, use any pesticides. is this organic? I'm missing this. I, I was talking to B. Howard. He so distracted it's, me. It's, it's like... It's all right. It's, so it's better than organic. So even organic food, there's scores of pesticides that are approved for use on food. And yes. we don't believe in the use of any type of pesticides on uh, or the fruit, the vegetables. So neither at Mercury or at uh, Twisted Farms do we use pesticides. I'm telling you, this is insanely good. If you got to get out it's there. It's a different type of wine. It's, it's not production wine. 90 some odd percent of wine out there is made in a huge vat's 
stainless steel. It's it's production wine. They add chemicals to change the taste where can and we flavor. Buy it? We just want to hear where, um, where we right can buy it. Right now, you can only buy it through me. Uh, we've got a little dis- distribution oh, here Martin, uh, locally in Arizona, member. and then uh, we're going to be. At He's going to screen his calls. Wine plug. Yeah, always screen calls. <laughs> the wine um, plug. Yeah, uh, definitely. If you if you're interested in the wine, please contact the show, and we will give you a special show discount. Oh, um, that's right, twenty percent off. Yes, and twenty um, percent off the twenty percent. Yes. yes. So basically 40% off, says B. Howard. You can also get in touch with the band through the Facebook page. Look for Junk the Band on Facebook, and you can get yep. in touch with Junk Martin the Band, all one word. And it's not junk. They're not junk at all. No, we play junk. <laughs> not we try to set expectations so we sound better when the we get there. The good kind of junk, though. How did you all get the name Junk the Band? I'm curious. Junk the, uh, it, it's a little jam, a little funk. Oh, I see. Yeah, I so love jump. it. So today, today's show is so much about music, and I love that because music heals the soul. It heals. It makes me happy. If I've had a bad day and I hear the music, I feel good. And well, I, I love what um, you were saying earlier about like rules around a, a fiesta, right? And that the, in jam music, there's a rules, very specific rules around um, jamming. So you can pick three chords or even two chords and jam and have amazing complexities within just those two chords and I think that's a lot of fun. Can we have an yeah. example of what well, you play? Actually, yeah, we can. And what he just pointed out is very interesting because what we play are not songs. No, we they don't care are, about songs. We just want to feel good. Well, it's, it's interesting because it's not son, it, they are sones. So they can go on sones? for 45 minutes. Oh, I like that. And so let's say that we have a son of the colas, right? <laughs> or we have the son of the buscapies, <laughs> or we have this son and that son. And each song has like, it's like a little, you know, you just know how the song is. Mm-hmm. And then you can just jam out for hours. I love that. So each, so yeah. each of these songs is associated with like a different chord progression or... Yeah, for example, there's some songs that have the same chord progression, okay. but they have a different declaration. Sure. So it's, um, it's very tied in. It's very lovely because it, they tie in the... The words, the, 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 what's that? it's all tight. You sing to the words. It's very difficult to explain. I'd have to, like, whatever, you know. Just show us. Explain it. We want to know. Just show us. Just play something amazing. Yeah, we would love to see. We know you're ready to get down. I've seen some videos of you. You're amazing. Okay, so this is Jessica Gottfried. Any place that people can go to listen to your music? Or? Uh, we have a webpage called Aguaviento Son Jarocho, or I have my Facebook called Jessica Godfrey. Either. Okay, that's better because I think in or give us yeah. like an English version of it. Yeah. Um, well, it's called Aguaviento. That's what it's called, like wa- water wind in Spanish. Oh, okay. Okay. But but it all, I, it's also Jessica Godfrey. Do you have to say? I just love her voice. Really nice through speaking. I could just only imagine the passion you put into the instrument. Thank you, Brendan.
was lit. I love her. Makes you want to wow. crack another bottle of wine. Wow. Like, and the skirts. You get the skirts and you're... Right? Hours. Yes. We just so that's dance. what I was feeling. Yeah, we want to so just <laughs> dance. It's so Martin? Mexican, huh? <laughs> it's not the wine. It's the music. I think so. I think it's both. Wine, music, good food. It, what, what, I, that, my life is complete. Is the 6-8 rhythm typical of this style of music? This bum-ba-da-bum-ba-da-bum-ba-da. Is that, yeah, is that a common... There are some 4-4s four and mm-hmm. some 2-4s. But it is a lot of 6-8. Nice. Yeah. Good. And it's very polyrhythmic. Okay. So one instrument can be doing 6-8, and another one can do 6-8 and suddenly have a 3-4 three three in the middle of it. Or, okay, right. Or there are some sonas that in their, in their phrase mm-hmm. are 6-8, 6-8, 3-4, 6-8, 6-8, 6-8, 3 4 you know, or six eight three four six eight three four three six. Wow, how cool is that? Dave, you have your music. Um, is that your background? Yeah. So um, tell us. So right. So actually, I have an undergraduate degree in music. I do not have nearly the music training that you do, of course. I, I was going to study ethnomusicology, but never made it that far. Um, and so for me, yeah, I, I just it's it's. I don't think music. I don't think music is a universal language. I, I think it, it varies by culture the way language varies what? by culture. You don't think it's universal? I, we always say it's universal language because that's why we think it's... Well, let, let him finish his point. Don't, <laughs> you just interrupted him. You're just like... <laughs> and see, I you're just, thinks you're wrong, dude. You're just like, this is my turf. That's why. Well, in ethnomusicology... <laughs> let him make his point. I'm let's let's actually get an ethnomusicologist to weigh in on that. Yeah, actually... Um, Dave's right. You know, we can't really say. Oh. I mean, music is universal in that it sounds if right. You, if you listen to the music of someplace like India, it sounds very exotic to us because it's built on different principles. Western music moves around, it builds tension and then resolves it. Indian music doesn't do that. And so, um, like, music can sound exotic to our ears in the same way that language does, culture. But that's part of what I love about music is. It doesn't. It doesn't diminish anything for me to say. Oh, it, uh, I don't personally think it's a universal language. I'm well, so excited. Robin has well, a comment. Well, Robin has a comment. Well, oh, oh stop! No, 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 no. Robin has a comment. Let Chet finish his thought real quick. Well, uh, what I was going to say is just that I think it's a universal language, not in that sense. I think it's universal language in the fact that uh, you can hear something you have never heard before and really appreciate it and uh, enjoy it and dance. You can sure. people can hear it a song from a t- another part of the world and it'll still make them dance, even though they don't understand the lyrics at all and they maybe have never even heard those instruments before. And before so, you comment, Chet is in the music world. He's a music producer. He's, his music is incredible. bring up right now. Okay. How many musicians do we have in this room right now? And I want each and every one of you to get on the microphone and tell us how you feel when you're playing and singing your music. Starting with her, because I saw something in her when she was doing it. So let's go round table for all the musicians here. What do you feel when you're playing and singing your music? I feel intense serenity. I feel a lot of things. It's part of the beauty of music is that you can do so much with it. So it depends on how I'm feeling at the time. I feel good right now. I feel great right now. So I'm hanging out with a bunch of great people and playing some music and having some wine. Robin, I love you so much. I am too. That's why my kids are musicians. You're not a musician. I play okay. piano. I play classical. You I used sing. to play piano. What does it make and I play guitar. I play. You cannot play the guitar. I, I play violin. <laughs> Somebody hand her the guitar. He doesn't think I'm good, but it makes me feel happy. No, I'm just calling you out. Happy. Everybody in this room is a musician. 
When <laughs> when I'm making music, I feel like I'm giving a piece of myself to the people, and I feel like we're giving each other energy. <laughs> well said. Well said. It's the real. Right on. For me, I I am just happy, and I I immerse myself in the music and get into the flow. It makes me feel kind of universal. I feel like um, like I'm a channel for something greater than myself and I get out of my own way and it's awesome um, well what I was going to say is well a few things first is that now with like all the modern social media and like SoundCloud and Spotify and everything you can see people literally enjoying my music like I can see how people are streaming it or reposting it and stuff like that. So that always gives me a lot of gratification. Like, oh, there's people literally enjoying it, listening to it in their headphones while they work out and stuff. So that's the first thing. And then second is like when I'm DJing at a show and I see people just like enjoying my music and getting down, then I'm like, oh, I clearly made their night a better night. So it's kind of just your ability to interact with other people and make them have a good time too. So, so like a sense of gratification. Kind exactly. Of. We just proved the point that music is universal on a totally different level. True True that. I love but her. I will concede the point. I will concede the point. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, he, so who here can say that they can go from a bad day and hear a song, go listen to music, yeah. and get in a good mood? 100%. Talk about that. Let's talk about that. Because that's how it heals the soul. I think that's the most important thing about music is that it can change your mood so immediately or and uh, just thoroughly. Like if you put the right song on, you can totally run away from all those bad feelings and emotions you were having. So Absolutely. And and in writing songs, it's the same way when you're trying to convey a positive emotion or you're trying to convey something deep within your soul. I mean, you to write good music, you have to go through things that aren't necessarily pleasant to step out to the other side and see the beauty in them and be able to reflect and look. And you can do that on both sides of the music, whether you're listening to it, whether you're writing it, whether you're playing it. Um, and that's one of the things I just love about music. It, it is, there's so much to it, but there's, very, there's, there's these simple rules. And if you follow them, depending on what culture you're in, you can create some beautiful language, beautiful th- moments. Now that even, uh, even our earth, our earth is making music. Our earth is having a sound that's and exactly it moves at a frequency of 432. Yes. We're and like, that's what we were just going to talk about. I don't know about 432. Now that's weird that he's, that he's bringing that up because I was just about to say. I don't know about it. it. Please teach me. Well, 432 is said to be the frequency of like the universal frequency. And so for some reason, I don't I only know all the history. And to, to put it in. <laughs> I don't know. I know 420. Okay. So, so music is frequency. Is it's thing. vibration. Yes. Every chakra has a frequency. I mean, Brandon Howard comes over sometimes and like blasting a different frequency for the, the angels or the a frequency for just gratitude or whatever it is. Almost kind of similar to how water you know, changes, mm-hmm. and they've proven that the molecules inside water change with frequency. So, and and to put this in the experience of, of those of us who are uh, who are um, guitarists in particular, four thirty two refer you're referring to the pitch of uh, the the pitch A. Martin, you and I, our guitars right now are tuned to four hundred and forty hertz for our A string. Mm-hmm. So, what you're doing is you're talking about 
tuning that to 432 instead of 440. Right. And it's going to slightly change the whole pitch of the instrument. It's going to sound flat compared to what we're doing. And right. it's more right. in alignment, and, and it's probably making people more conscious, hence why, for some reason, there was a lot of historical people that were arguing over what is going to be the standard, and it ended up being 440. And a lot of right. people who are new age tend to think that that's you know, a form of repression. Well, so 432 is kind of like Betamax. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was for a long time it wasn't standardized. Like we actually have a tuning fork that belonged to Mozart, and it's an A tuning fork. So yeah. when you strike it, it should be an A, but it's not. It's a B flat. So hey. because in Mozart's time they just called that pitch A, right? So there was no standardization of that for a long time. And now we have it standardized where A is 440. And so that's that's just the context of this discussion of 432. Right, it's just, you're talking about just changing that fundamental frequency that we make Western music at by a little bit. Miles Davis was in tune to that kind of thing because his pitching was a little off, like a little different, you know? His thing, well, I love Miles Davis is his phrasing. Like, Miles yeah. Davis knew when not to play. And mm. that, was, that was what was amazing about mm. him. Mm. See, now we're on a subject I can talk forever. So, so I grew up <laughs> with classical no. training for musical. I'd like, I'd like to say something. Yes, about please say all it. Of that. Yes. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> we're, we're just mesmerized by everything you want to say. Oh, thank you. So mesmerized. I'm mesmerized. I by want you, you guys to just too. move back. I don't want you to live in Veracruz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in Veracruz, uh, one of the things that used to happen. Nowadays, everyone tends to go on 440 because it's easier for the fandangos. If you show up to a fandango, you don't have to figure out how they're tuned to be able to integrate with them, right? So it's very practical to have this standardization, right? Everyone knows it's 440 and that's it. It's just 440. So it's easy to get in. Before each town, and still now with the older guys, I've done a lot of field work, so I've played with like the, the older people of the towns, right? These guys that have been playing for a long time. And they sit after they go to their cornfield and they go walk back to their hut. They take their instrument. They start playing. So in one town, once we did this route for 11 days, we did 10 fandangos, right? And so in each one, they were tuned differently. And there was one place where they were as high as A, right? Like A, this is a G, right? So they were as high as an A there. And in another place, they were like in between A and G that we were like, wow, it's, how can it be in between? Back then, we didn't quite get it. So I did a lot of research on how it could be between A and G. And of course it can. If it was 432, it would be, right? Can we and just hear a song and just demonstrate it that so way? So I tuned uh, to 440. Well, I just wanted to say that the same way that in Baroque music and old music and in traditional music, there is a variety and a diversity of, of forms of tuning. I think the same way you go to like a supermarket here and you find like a diversity of melons that mm -hmm. I'm so blown away, <laughs> right? And I celebrate and I want to taste them all. I want to have like for breakfast a bit of yeah. all the different color melons and carrots. The same way we have that, that diversity is the 20th century thing. So I've tuned on... I want to hear a song, though. 440, yeah, so we can play together. So please... Okay. Well, let me... Act, and, and let me clarify that. Um, you were asking, but you want to hear a song in, in 432, right? I just want to hear a song. She, right. was, she was tuned to 432 oh. when she played that first song. Is it the one where we, uh, you give us all a word and we're going to have to reply? Oh, yeah. So what everyone's going to sing... <laughs> this will be fun. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Everybody. Oh, good. Okay. I, maybe Group I activity. Write it let's go. Oh. Uh, what, what key are we going to be in? Uh, C. C. Out. 
out of key. All right, are we just going to play no, the one we chord? Can be, we can be, in, uh, it can be C, G, or F. She said and, she I'm, I know all of those. Okay, C is good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and C in is this good. world, what? like one minute can become 30 minutes, so should we just make no, a minute timer of this song or something? I don't have it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what I want everyone to sing goes like this, okay? okay. It says, colas, colas. And it's got a little rhythm, right? It's very, yeah. very simple, right? Colas, colas, colas sin ni colas. Lo mucho que te quiero y el mal pago que me das. Si quieres, si puedes, si no, ya lo verás. Ay, qué bonito baila la mujer de Nicolás. So you might not be able to do the whole phrase, but just do. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say a confident. I can't maybe. even remember the first word you said. Okay, so, 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 it's, so you guys are just going to do colas, colas. Colas y Nicolás. Colas. La mucho que me quieres. Y el mal pago. It's like, you love me so much and you pay me so bad, right? So, lo mucho que te quiero y el mal pago que me das. We can do colas, colas, colas y Nicolás. Lo mucho que te quiero y el mal pago que me das. Right? Something like that? If not, let's just all do colas, colas, right? Colas, colas. Okay, and if anyone's listening, one. you know that you got this, just scream it out. Yeah, right. Exactly. And join in. All right, Sing with so we're going to do this in C. Let's follow her.
That was a party. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Oh, I pay you wow. so much and you pay me so little. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sustainability. I am so impressed. <laughs> I can see why you went to Enthro Ethno. Musicology. Ethno wow. Musicology. Wow, butchered. <laughs> Ethno Musicology. You're amazing. You're so talented. I love what you do. Oh, thank you. I love it too. That was Indeed. an awesome little. I'm so impressed with you too. That was an awesome little uh, freestyle sesh. How you guys all just jammed together. Yeah, you guys sweet. just get it so well, easily, man. I mean, I can see you've played for Wait, so many hours in your that, life. Yeah, that's. <laughs> well, you have to understand that this is what Martin and I do. It's it's getting in situations where we can bring in somebody completely new to a musical environment and just do something completely fun and, and open. Um, that junk. That is, junk. Is, that is that is the ethic of the band right there. <laughs> I so. love it. Well, Bye, that is, is a little bit of hard evidence for the universal language too that you guys are able to <laughs> all hop together like that. But so how can we tie this into and, and making Robin. a world to, to be fair, English and Spanish are very closely related languages. So Martin, True. how can we fair make point. this a world? <laughs> the world a better place and how can we tie this into it music yes tell us well one is people need to make more music and they should listen to more music and support more music i mean phoenix is is compared to 10 years ago phoenix and the the valley uh, has just created more and more uh availability for music and i go out all the time and there's just not that many people at some of these venues especially on a weeknight which i know it's tough on a weeknight but you know it's a lot more fun than sitting home and watching jeopardy i mean come on well, wait, yeah little <laughs> shout out little right? shout out to the rhythm room that again. yes the big ri- shout out to the rhythm room. the rhythm room is yeah, a thank you for awesome that. awesome local venue with a lot of live music and we've had Oh my gosh. Bob Cortor. Bob Cortor, their owner on the show. So and many times. He's and a he great supports guy. us. Yeah, yeah, he's a great, great guy. guy. Great musician. And they have live so. music five nights go. a week. So please go to the Rhythm Room. Okay. It's really funky and blues and jazz, that kind of stuff. But now though, they have so. country, they have all kinds of music. Like anybody that wants to play there can play there. He's looking they have for country and western? Yeah, they do. Both really? They have country, they have western. Wow. Okay, so jazz, not only I think do musicians have to, you know, or people who appreciate musicians go out there more, but musicians themselves. I remember being young and sort of being an activist and being about the earth and this or that or whatever, you know, interested me. And I would go to these huge concerts and they had a platform to speak to thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. Yes. And they really weren't utilizing it. To, in the way that if I was on that stage, I feel like I would, you know, sometimes with music, it's enough. Like you say enough, but I feel like musicians can also use their voice and send a message you know, That's and right. send this message because everyone's looking up to you or they're looking at you like you're, you're helping them heal. So I think that they're in the right frequency to receive your message. You know, one good example that I like is, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this guy, Drake. Um, oh. but Drake is really cool. <laughs> And he did a song called... Who's that? No, he kidding. did this song called, like, God's Plan is really dope. And what he was doing in the video is, like, you know, inspiring with the people, going to the people, uplifting everyone. And I thought, you know, more artists and stuff would be doing things like that. And there is, an, the planet. there is an abundance of music. There's not an abundance of music that's actually... Healing the world. Healing uplifting. The, healing the world, but also incorporating real-life instruments, real musicians that, you know make the music authentic, you know, authentic to the sound, authentic to an organic. And that's one way that you can bring healing to people, bringing the organics back into the music. 
Thank you so much for saying that because get back here to this mic. I want to ask you a question. So, he, uh, he did a so, mic drop so, no, that's amazing what you just said because it's, it's making no, a difference. When you've got that uh, microphone, you're making a difference for good or bad. And why wouldn't you not make it good? Because sometimes other things pay more. <laughs> just joking. Everything, everything is equal. You know, it just depends on where you want to go with yourself and who you are. There's no good or there's no bad. There's just authentic to yourself. And if you're wanting to put out a positive message and you want to use your instrumentation to make a difference in that way, and that's who you really are, that's who you are inside, it's going to be great for you. I totally great for everybody else. I totally agree that you can't try to do anything like outside of your. Uh, comfort zone or whatever your specialty is you shouldn't just try to um, I don't know necessarily be something that you aren't like as far as you're saying is being authentic like you shouldn't try to um, you know just be a cookie cutter do something that is gonna sell I guess is what I'm saying yeah well here here I have here I have something to say in that Ritual, Yay, let's go. Ritual music, right? And fandango fiesta. Yeah. It requires so you. Some people have tried charging to get to a fandango, and it doesn't work. Some people have tried a lot of times to get paid to p- play in a fandango, and it doesn't work, right? I mean, it does, but it in the long run, it just like you know, it just doesn't. So what's happened in Veracruz? There's, I think we've reached a balance. It's a very wise balance in that there's staged son jarocho. The gender of music that we're playing is, the genre is, is son jarocho. So there's staged, staged son jarocho. So if you ever play on stage, you expect to be paid. But if you're, paying, you're playing in the traditional fiesta, there is like a tacit agreement that no one will be paid because... If they're paying three musicians and there's 20 pay- playing, it's just not balanced, you know, even if they are the lead musicians, because then, then they feel pressure. They're like, okay, I've been paid till 12, and they're like playing till 12, and then at 12, they, they're like, I'm so tired, I want to go have dinner. You know? And it just, it, it just doesn't flow the same. So there is some magic to playing for the pleasure of playing. And if you're always paid to play, sometimes you lose the pleasure of, play, of playing. So I think it's important to find a balance and create spaces of non-paid playing among musicians. And then, of course, if you're on stage, you've got to get paid and paid well, please, always. Yes. Yes. And add, adding on to what you're saying, okay? It's always dope to give yourself, give yourself to the music and not having mon- money be the main thing. And I think if you're good at what you do, you're authentic at what you do, you're always going to be taken care of for what you do mm-hmm. and given, you know. What you need. We what? love you. Saving the planet. One show, One show at a time. time. Yes. One show at a time. Love you guys. Love you guys all. Oh, yeah. Thank you for listening to In the Green Room. Join us here live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. or anytime on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com.